Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Thursday, June 30th. While off the worst levels of the day, U.S. equities finished noticeably lower as recession worries remained elevated, buoyed by the implications of the Fed and other key central banks aggressively tightening monetary policies. Earnings were in focus, with Dow member Walgreens Boots Alliance topping expectations when stripping out costs pertaining to charges relating to its alleged role in the opioid crisis and RH lowering its full-year guidance. The economic calendar showed personal income rose in line with forecasts and spending came in below estimates, but inflation was a bit cooler than expected. Also, jobless claims moderated, but by a smaller amount than forecasts. Treasuries gained ground with yields falling and the U.S. dollar was lower. Crude oil prices traded to the downside and gold declined. Europe saw widespread losses amid lingering global recession concerns, and Asia finished mixed with China gaining ground following some upbeat business activity data. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 254 points, or 0.8 percent, to 30,775. The S&P 500 index decreased 33 points, or 0.9 percent, to 3,785. And the Nasdaq Composite declined 149 points, or 1.3 percent, to 11,029. In moderate volume, 4.8 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5.5 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil tumbled $4.02 to $105.76 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price shed $8.70 to $1,808.80 per ounce, and the dollar index lost 0.4% to 104.75. In equity news on Thursday, Dow member Walgreens Boots Alliance, ticker symbol WBA, reported adjusted fiscal third quarter earnings per share of $0.96 above the $0.92 faxed estimate. However, the company reported an operating loss when including a charge related to its settlement with the state of Florida regarding its alleged role in the opioid crisis. Revenues declined 4.2% year-over-year to $32.6 billion, topping the street's forecast of $32.1 billion. The company said COVID-19 testing and vaccinations continued to drive higher traffic to its stores, while its international sales were in line with forecasts. Walgreens Boots Alliance said it is maintaining its full-year earnings per share guidance as year-to-date performance is tracking broadly in line with expectations. Shares were solidly lower. RH, ticker symbol RH, formerly known as Restoration Hardware, lowered its full-year revenue forecast for the second time in less than a month, noting the deteriorating macroeconomic environment that has resulted in lower-than-expected demand. The home furnishings company said, quote, with mortgage rates double last year's levels, luxury home sales down 18% in the first quarter and the Federal Reserve's forecast for another 175 basis point increase to the Fed funds rate by year end, our expectation is that demand will continue to slow throughout the year, end quote. RH fell over 10%.
The equity markets have remained choppy as they wrestle with an aggressive Fed, which has signaled that restoring price stability is its number one goal and conceding that the path to a soft landing has become more challenging. Amid this market backdrop, Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders notes in her article, Panic is not a strategy, nor is greed. How disciplined investing helps investors navigate through volatile environments. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter at Lizanne Saunders. And you can read all of our market commentary on our insights and education page. And you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Thursday, personal income rose 0.5% month-over-month in May, matching the Bloomberg consensus forecast and April's upwardly revised increase. Personal spending gained 0.2%, below expectations of a 0.4% increase, and compared to the prior month's negatively adjusted 0.6% gain. The May savings rate as a percentage of disposable income was 5.4%, up from April's upwardly revised 5.2% rate. The PCE deflator was up 0.6% month-over-month, below expectations of a 0.7% rise and following April's unadjusted 0.2% rise. Compared to last year, the deflator was 6.3% higher, south of estimates of a 6.4% increase and matching the prior month's unadjusted gain. Excluding food and energy, the PCE core price index rose 0.3% month-over-month, below expectations of a 0.4% increase and in line with April's gain. The index was 4.7% higher year-over-year, below estimates of a 4.8% increase and April's unrevised 4.9% rise. Weekly initial jobless claims came in at a level of 231,000 for the week ended June 25th, slightly above estimates calling for 230,000 and versus the prior week's upwardly revised 233,000 level. The four-week moving average increased by 7,250 to 231,750 and continuing claims for the week ended June 18th declined by 3,000 to 1,328,000 versus estimates of 1,318,000. A four-week moving average of continuing claims declined by 5,500 to 1,319,500. The Chicago PMI slowed more than expected, but remained in expansion territory with a reading above 50. The index decreased to 56.0 in June from May's 60.3 reading, and versus estimates calling for a decline to 58.0. The softer-than-expected report came as new orders fell into contraction territory and production growth slowed, while employment moved back into expansion territory. Prices paid slowed, but inflation pressures remained extremely elevated, and supplier deliveries rose at a slower pace to suggest supply chain challenges may begin to ease. Treasuries moved higher, with yields losing ground as action in the bond markets remains choppy, with the Fed aggressively tightening policy amid the backdrop of a slowing economy. For more on the Fed's actions, check out our Washington Wise podcast, Fed Gets Aggressive, What's It Mean for Investors?, featuring Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones. Also be sure to follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. 
The yield on the two-year Treasury note was down 12 basis points to 2.96%. The yield on the 10-year note decreased 10 basis points to 3%. And the 30-year bond rate declined 5 basis points to 3.16%. The week's economic calendar will close out with reads on the manufacturing sector for June. The final read on S&P Global's U.S. Manufacturing Index is expected to remain at the preliminary level of 524 while the ISM Manufacturing Index is forecasted to decline from May's 56.1 reading to 54.7. The level of 50 is the demarcation point between expansion and contraction in activity for both indexes. Construction spending will round out the day, anticipated to have gained 0.4% month over month. In international news on Thursday, European equities finished sharply lower, with the markets continuing to contend with headwinds in terms of tightening monetary policies on both sides of the pond that has caused global recession concerns to flare up. With recession concerns rising, Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, offers his latest article, Recession, the Risk is in the Reversal, where he discusses how investors often notice the overall direction of markets and how missed changes in asset classes under the surface could see a shark attack take a big bite out of unprepared portfolios. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. In economic news, German unemployment unexpectedly jumped in June, though the nation's retail sales rebounded more than expected in May. Elsewhere, French inflation came in mostly cooler than expected for June. The euro and the British pound were higher versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields across Europe and in the U.K. were lower. The UK FTSE 100 index lost 2%. France's CAC 40 index declined 1.8%. Germany's DAX index was down 1.7%. Italy's FTSE MIB index fell 2.5%. Spain's IBEX 35 index dropped 1.1%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.7% lower. Stocks in Asia finished mixed as the markets digested some key economic data in the region. China's June manufacturing output returned to expansion territory but was slightly below expectations, though its non-manufacturing growth accelerated much more than expected. The data comes as China has eased some of the COVID-19-induced restrictions as conditions have improved. However, Japan's preliminary May industrial production report showed a much larger-than-expected drop. In other economic news, South Korea's industrial production rebounded by a smaller amount than expected for May. The markets remained skittish amid rising concerns regarding a global recession as monetary policies in North America and Europe tighten in response to festering inflation pressures. However, China and Japan have continued to keep monetary policy accommodative, with the former deploying further stimulus to try to meet its economic goals, which have been threatened by COVID-induced lockdowns. China has eased some restrictions, and its stock markets have outperformed in the second quarter, which came to a close today. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article, Recession in China, how China's economy and consumer market has likely slipped into a recession, at least by China's standards. Jeff takes a look at the short-term and long-term impacts of any extended disruption of the lockdowns on consumer spending and business output.
Japan's Nikkei 225 index declined 1.5%, with the yen continuing to consolidate versus the U.S. dollar after a decisive drop seen in the past few months to lows not seen in 24 years as the Bank of Japan holds on to its ultra-loose monetary policy amid tightening in the U.S. and Europe. However, China's Shanghai Composite Index rose 1.1% following the data. The Hong Kong Hang Seng Index dropped 0.6%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index fell 2%. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index was little changed. And South Korea's KOSPI Index decreased 1.9%. A host of manufacturing PMIs from across the globe will dominate tomorrow's international economic calendar. While other reports of note include Tokyo CPI, jobs data and the Tankin surveys from Japan, import prices from Germany as well as CPI from Italy and the Eurozone.